Hey everybody, welcome to the Fearless Purpose Podcast. I'm Brian Cox. And today we are gonna be talking a little bit about emotional intelligence and you know what is emotional intelligence, how to build it. This is a big topic, so we're gonna to have to break this into a couple of different parts. This is gonna be a bit more of the overview of emotional intelligence, and then you know, over time we will work through the different pieces. So, what is emotional intelligence? So think about what IQ is, right? This is what's considered the standard by some, by many maybe, of intelligence in your life. You know, what kind of logical reasoning do you have? Uh, how important is that? And a lot, and for a long time, this was really a standard for, you know, whether someone could be thought of as successful. And people in organizations would uh, test for it at, at times, and they would really put a, a high level of influence on this. A lot of people now, in fact, I think it's very important. I think Gary Vaynerchuk has said this uh, in the past: is that over the next, you know, many years, we think that you know, EQ, emotional intelligence, is going to be one of the biggest drivers of success and what organizations need to look for because if you are emotionally intelligent, you are going to be much more successful in business as an entrepreneur and in really understanding how to move forward in life. So what is this emotional intelligence? Well, emotional intelligence, definition, the ability to deal with other people successfully, right? By understanding one's own feelings, they can understand and evaluate others. Okay, and then there are five key components to emotional intelligence. Self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skills. So, within these five, I wanna talk through all five of them. Now, in this you know, introductory episode, what I really wanna do is say, hey, emotional intelligence, yes, obviously important, yes, people are gonna want this, but why? Because, in the society that we live in and the way that things are moving towards, the ability for you to not only understand oneself and to be able to effectively work with others is going to be a, a diamond level, if you will, uh, you know, strategy of excellence. And so I want people to understand that you can impact these. And, and by the way, just kind of a weird thing, and I'm not saying this as an expert, I'm saying this as an opinion. I don't think that you can heavily influence necessarily your IQ. I believe you can heavily influence your EQ, your emotional intelligence. But you have to be strategic, you have to be purposeful and thoughtful in what you're doing in order to build those skills. And so whenever it comes to something like self-awareness, can you build self-awareness? Yes, you can, but you know what? You have to be humble. You have to be able to be willing to do so, without a doubt. You know, can you build self-regulation? Yes, but you, do I think you can do it without being self-aware? Probably not. I think you have to be self-aware. I think that builds quite a bit. You know, can you be, you know, can you grow your empathy? Absolutely can grow your empathy. Can you build your motivation? Without a doubt, you can build your motivation. And can you build your social skills? Absolutely, you can. But it's something you have to be thoughtful about. I use the term purposeful so much. Obviously, it's, you know, you know <laughs> the fearless purpose, but purposeful in what we do, meaning the actions I take have true meaning. There's a reason behind it. And so, Let's start with this self-awareness. We'll start with this today. How can you build your self-awareness? Something I recommend to every leader, entrepreneur, business owner, you know, team leader, whatever you are, if you are dealing in a way where you need to be successful, which is almost everything, I think that self-awareness is key. So how can you build your self-awareness? Well, a few things I recommend. I recommend finding a group of people you can be honest with, whether that's a mastermind group. A lot of people, you know, everybody talks about masterminds and there's a lot of them you can pay to be in, you know, inner circle groups and those are wonderful. There's also, you know, groups of people that just want to get together because they want to grow. But find a group of people where you can go, you can be vulnerable, you can talk about your, you know, life goals, etc., with them and they can actually learn about you to give you the feedback you need. But that's going to be the next big piece is 
being accepting of the feedback. You have to be open to feedback, which means you have to be humble or humble, if you will. You have to be able to say, you know what? I'm, I'm going to listen. I'm not gonna be defensive about it. The thing I hate most in giving feedback to someone is whenever they defend their, their position. Okay, that's fine. If you continue to defend your position, I'm telling you how I see it and how people around you are seeing it. If you're not gonna listen to it, you're, you're not open to being self-aware. You're not open to growing, you're not open, you're not being humble, right? And so find people that can give you the truth. If you can't find that, then you need to, if you don't have it already, you need to find it. And again, you could do a 360 evaluation. If you're not familiar with that, that's where you actually have an anonymous, you know, survey, basically, or quiz, or sort of survey about yourself. You send to people, they answer anonymously, and then you get the feedback, you know? I actually even do 360, you know, evaluations for individuals. I'm more than happy to do those, right? I can aggregate the data, and I can compile it, and I can give you the news in a way that you need to hear it. And there's a lot of coaches out there that can do that, but I find it to be very important. In fact, I would say, if you're entering into a coaching relationship, make sure that you get a 360 evaluation. You need to have that level of self-awareness. Just like with, you know, everything about therapy or anything else, whenever you only get one side of the story, that's just one side. What you believe about yourself, what you're saying about yourself is one side of the story, but we need to hear about the people you work with, your clients, your customers, perhaps, your friends, your family, perhaps, the people who work with you or for you, perhaps. We need to know what they are seeing, what they are hearing, what they are feeling in order to really understand how we can help you to grow and be more self-aware, right? The next piece then is in self-regulation. I'll talk about that piece and then the others we'll get to in another uh, episode. But in self-regulation, what that's about is really understanding how to stop and be thoughtful in the way that you are going to be communicating with others. It's in your emotions, right? Emotional intelligence, it's about actually being able to regulate those emotions and not just spout off or pop off. Now, some people have told me, oh, Brian, that's just who I am. And I, I'm just, I just, oh, whenever I get really upset, I'm passionate. Oh, it's just in my blood. Oh, it's just this. We are, in many ways, shaped by our genetics, our environment, and our upbringing. However, you cannot utilize your genetics, your environment, or your upbringing as an excuse for you to be an a-hole. How about that? You can't. You can't say, oh, I'm just... I just fly off at people because, oh, of my, mm, my spicy, you know, <laughs> bloodline, you know? No. No. You are making a choice to fly off at people. You are, you have to accept you are making choices. This, you can't say, oh, well, that's just how I was raised. Okay, that's how you were raised. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that's, you know, how you have to be. Self-regulation is about saying, I am in control of my emotions. I am making a choice to be a great person. I'm making a choice to be a total tool. You have to be open to that. And unless you are willing to say that, then you're lying to yourself. Now, I want to stop here for a minute because I've said this, I've lied to myself in the past about my actions, the things that I've done, because I just didn't want to admit that, you know what, I was a total tool. I can admit that. It's not easy. It doesn't make me feel good. But I'll tell you this, until I accepted that I was in complete control of my reactions, of my behavior, of the way that I respond to people and to things, I was never able to grow. So self-regulation is about taking that and understanding that from a Franklin Covey term, you know, you carry your own weather, right? If you let 10 bad minutes totally destroy your day, that is a choice that you made. You let one bad interaction ruin your entire day. You cannot say, oh, well, they make me so mad. Bull, come on. They didn't make you mad. 
they were acting the way they were, but you made a choice to let them get under your skin. You made a choice to say, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna ruin everyone else's day around me, including my own day, because of that. And if you can get out of that, if you can say, you know what, I'm going to be self-aware, understand who I am, why all these things affect me, I am going to self-regulate and make sure that I am being the best that I can be at all times, and I am in, I'm in charge of my life, my emotions, and my reactions, then you can start to really push forward and really have a fearless purpose and live that fearless purpose. So if you like this video, hope you subscribe, hope you like, and we will see you guys talking about emotional intelligence part two in the next episode.